This is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach podcast. Episode I have not one fucking clue. Episode, what is it? Uh, 127 maybe? Am I right? You close. 126? Further. 128. Yes, it's 128. Man, I was really close. It's... Uh, episode 128. Uh, when was the last time we recorded? A while ago. A couple, to, well, not last week. It's the week before. So, like. Oh, so we did put out, like, a Christmas one. We put out a before Christmas one. Yeah. Okay. Because it was before Christmas. We recorded the week before Christmas. Okay. Was that when you were sick? Um, no, I was just getting over. Oh. Being sick, so December has been a blur, to say the least. To say the least. So we put uh, we put up the the last episode on the twenty second. Oh, between the twenty first and twenty second, we recorded it before then, and I think we were late putting that one out. Yeah, but that was the last time we put out an episode. So like right before Christmas. All right. Well, Happy New Year and Merry Christmas and. Um, Merry Christmas, New Year, Eve, Day, Happy. Uh, happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. We hope it was happy slash merry. Happy holidays, they say. Yeah, that just covers everything. Well, people get all up in arms about that, but it's like, you know what, if you don't... I would say, yes, Happy Holidays is a good thing to say. Not so you can be finicky about what you celebrate, being like, well, I it's Merry Christmas. It's Merry Christmas if, if you celebrate Christmas. But if you don't, then why would you say that to somebody? And why would they say it to you if they don't celebrate it? So yeah. you say Happy Holidays because you're not really sure what people celebrate. So that covers it. You're not trying to be mean. You're trying to be like, well... I don't know you and what you celebrate, so I'm just going to say happy holidays, cover anything you may celebrate. Or if you just do the the wrap-up of happy holidays, and that can get you from Thanksgiving clear until New Year's. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really work for uh, Halloween. No, it just encompasses Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's if you celebrate those three. Even though Halloween is in that time frame, but you never really think of when you say happy holidays that Halloween's included in that because it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. It's New Year's Day. It so is New Year's Day. It's January 1st, 2024. Yes, We correct. had a very uneventful New Year's Eve here at home. But we're not there yet. Really? <laughs> we're not there yet. We've got so many things to, to, to cover. All right, well, lead us off then. So, in the last episode, I do believe we alluded to the new beef stew recipe we were going to try. Oh, yeah. So, um, that's coming. But even before that, because I forgot, um, we need to tell people who we are and what we're about. Oh, in boy. case this is their first time listening. Alright, I'm Peach. I'm Pumpkin. Uh, and this is the Pumpkin and Peach podcast, but you've heard that already. Redundancy all around. Uh, we are a couple that lives in South Jersey. We have this podcast, obviously. We also do have a YouTube channel, which we have been more active on as of late because of our uh, alcoholic advent. But um, that's it. Pumpkin Peach Podcast on YouTube as well. 
Yes. Um, we're also on social media, Pumpkin and Peach, Pumpkin and Peach Podcast there as well. Yes, on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Um, we enjoy traveling and trying new things, um, whether it be food, alcohol, or just something fun to do. Uh, we like haunted stuff and the paranormal. We like horror movies. We like other movies as well. But, I mean, horror movies kind of seems like to be like its own thing because people don't go like, oh, I really love comedies. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people that really do. But, like, horror seems to be its own little thing. Like, you got to say that separately. Yeah. Um, but we do love horror movies and we do Halloween love- is our favorite holiday, but we also really love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be one of the other guys. Yeah. Um, and we love the drive-in. Yeah. And we love just doing, like Peach said, cool stuff. Maybe stuff that you haven't thought of before. Um, fun things. A lot of things that we have done in the past. A lot of people have been like, oh, you know, I never thought about that. Or I never knew that kind of thing actually existed. Or where'd you hear about that? Um, so we like to do stuff like that. And let other people know about these things. Especially if we go to places that we really like. And we like to let other people know about those places. Um, and uh, so if you don't live here and you ever happen and maybe there's something near you that might be similar that you can find and check out. Or if you ever come here, you'll know of all the cool stuff to check out. And if you live here already and you're not aware of some of these things, you can go check them out even sooner. So go listen to all of our past episodes. We talk about a lot of cool stuff and um yeah, hopefully it's entertaining for you. <sighs> and yawn. Uh, sorry. Not entertaining to a peach, apparently. Sorry. Um, so, the beef stew? The beef stew. Alright. So, I think I said it in the last episode, maybe. If I didn't, I, I will say it now. Um, we also have to give a shout out to the bonus subscribers. Oh. Which... They've all been very understanding about how last month was very rough. We've, we've, we've made accommodations about how there wasn't uh, as much bonus content as been promised, but everything has been taken care of. Yep. So, real quick shout-outs to... I'm going to give shout-outs to... Maddie. Ooh, look at you remembering the name. Maddie what? Maddie P. Maddie P. Steph LTP. Correct. Yes. Um, Vince. Vince what? G. Vince G. Bobby J. Bobby J. Phil K. Phil K. Lisa F. Thank you, Lisa. And Don N. Don N. Thank you to all of you. Thank you for uh, subscribing to the bonus episodes we have. Thank you for being understanding. Um, And everybody is very cool. And we thank you. Uh, And in case you don't know, that's our bonus episodes bonus content it's not better it's just more um where you can subscribe and we do bonus episodes and bonus content uh every month i don't know why is it so funny it kills me where that title came from was because i mistakenly said it was premium content she's like well you get premium i'm like whoa let's not false advertise here it's not better it's It's just just more. more um so yeah you can subscribe to that bonus episodes um bonus content and then you also get the shout outs like we just did. Yeah. And we thank you all very much. We thank the regular listeners. We thank the bonus subscribers. We thank you all. We very appreciate all the 
all the listening and, and support. We wouldn't be able to be what doing this. What did you just this? do? Because like, there's a weird... Sorry if that was noise. We're not sitting at the table and no. chairs that we normally sit at when we record. We're sitting on the couch. Yeah, because Jeff is taking pity on me and not I making am. me sit on a hard chair yet. But we'll we'll get there. We're, we're not there get, yet. We're getting there. All so right, beef so stew. Beef stew. Alton Brown's Good Eats <laughs> Recipe. So... We like beef stew. We've tried beef stew. We don't really have a good recipe for it. We've tried like the store like seasoning packets, whatever. We, we've tried multiple seasoning packets. I've also tried like the liquid seasoning packet where it's not like powdered seasoning. It's like a liquid that you put in there and you just add water to it. And while the food doesn't taste bad, it's never that it tastes bad. It's just the flavor is not very strong. It's just a little bland. Yeah. And that's like one thing that I can't stand. Like, I want my food to have flavor. Which I don't understand that we've tried multiple things and it's all turned out that way where it's like, that's your job, man. Like, your, your whole reason for being is to have all the spices and the flavor in this thing so you put it into the dish and it's supposed to take care of that. Like, you were a seasoning packet. Why are you not seasoning like my dish? seasoning packet. You had one job. But, and you're um, not doing it. So, Jeff and I had talked about it and, like, I have my grandmom's old cookbook and we're like, well, why don't you look up a recipe in that? So, I did. And, like, that recipe is from the 50s and it's a white person cookbook. So, there is literally no spices that go into this beef I'm not stew. really sure what that means, but I don't agree with whatever she said. Uh, uh, the opinions of Peach do not reflect the opinions of Pumpkin or the Pumpkin and Peach podcast. Yes, they do. I'm saying that white people are notoriously bad about adding seasoning to their dishes. I'm not trying to offend like, anybody. That's here. a white person stereotype. We don't add seasoning, which we Jeff and I are not for. And that's what I mean. Like, this was a Betty Crocker cookbook from the 50s. And, like, in it has all the staples. It tells you how to, like bake stuff and like the baking recipes are very on point because it's like the the um good lord words the science behind baking like it gives you the correct um amounts and stuff because baking is very much a science you have to use the right amount you can't really fudge it because you need the correct leavening agents and you need stuff to do what it needs to do when it comes to baking. So regardless, we wanted to try beef stew again. With cooking, it's more of you just season it with your heart. Eh. Like when your heart tells you it's okay. But I said, you know what? Why don't we just Google best beef um, stew recipe? I'm a big Alton Brown fan. I've done so many of his recipes and like they always turn out really well. So I was like, I want to do an Alton Brown beef stew. Yeah, I suggested just Googling best beef stew recipe ever. And then Peach was like, well, what about like an Alton Brown? So I, I Googled that to see if he had a beef stew recipe. And there was one. Mm -hmm. So we did that one. And we got, we were in, literally in the supermarket while Googling yeah. this. And then <laughs> buying the stuff right there, right yeah. then. Um, I did deviate from his um, recipe slightly in the fact that he used braised short ribs and I didn't. I had a specific cut of meat that I wanted to use already defrosted. It was also a different kind of method. They, he did not use a slow cooker. It was more like a, a, a dish that you had to attend to 
the whole time you were cooking yeah. it. So I basically, I just used, um, like, his ingredient list. Yeah, like, the ingredients, the, the flavorings, and up the until, spices. until, like, he cooked everything in a pot and then, like, deglazed the pot and, like, continued cooking it in there. Yeah, he, like, uh, browned the meat and then put it in the oven mm-hmm. and got the juices and then, like, separated the juices and used that and then... It was about a big involved thing where, like, if yeah. you don't have time to do this that. This was specifically, like, we were making the stew in the crock pot because we were going to be busy doing other stuff and we wanted to have a good dinner when we came home. Yeah, so, like, we just used, like, the, the spices and the ingredients. It was just, like, we had steak and, like, beef that we cut up and it had, like, tomato paste um, apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar. Every fucking spice you could imagine. So many. So I had to buy. I think thyme. Thyme, oregano, rosemary, parsley, rosemary, and like uh. I, I do use a lot of spices. Like I frequently, like onion and garlic powder are consistently on my shopping list because those are like the usual suspects. If you're cooking and it's not a sweet dish. Typically, garlic and onion go into everything. Like, you really can't go wrong adding garlic and onion because it gives it flavor. Well, it did also call for parsley, which we bought Bought and did not use. use. Because it said it wanted fresh parsley. And we bought it, and it's in the top shelf of the refrigerator, and I just completely forgot to pull it out. Is that still usable? Yeah, it's still good. All right, well, then I guess we'll use it. Yeah. When we make it again because um, we're gonna be making it again. Yeah, this recipe was so good. the The broth that the like the stew base was so rich and so flavorful. And again, and then peach thickened it up a little bit because in the crock pot it was kind of a little bit thin. Yeah, and uh, and especially with our crock pot, it's faulty uh. and cooks way too high temperature, like even on low. Yeah, but then, like, when you want it to boil, like, when I was making the um, chicken corn chowder, it would not boil, which I couldn't get that thickened up. But she thickened it up. Very tasty. Very flavorful. Yeah. Very, it was just a, a win right there for Yeah, the... and again, this was using ingredients. The spices aside, because while I don't typically reach for, like, thyme and... I do use oregano from time to time, but I don't typically reach for thyme or rosemary. Like, just every part of this recipe, like the apple cider vinegar and the tomato paste, like, I would have never thought to put either one of those into a beef stew. But it just, it made the the broth, the, the gravy, whatever, so rich and tasty. Um, and I'm, how. I'm really looking forward to making this again like very much so yeah and we will be making it again so yeah and um a friend of mine had given me a loaf of sourdough bread like the day that we were making the stew and i was like oh my god this is perfect we can use this for the bread yeah that came in handy yeah and the bread was super tasty went very well with it Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very coincidental and uh, fortunate. Yeah, one so, of those happy accidents, as Bob Ross would say. Indeed, uh, we trucked along in our alcoholic advent. So Jeff had gotten sick, and we had taken like a bunch of days off because no one wants to drink when they're sick. I and get that. Nor should you be drinking yeah. when you're sick. It doesn't really help your immune system. Yeah. So 
we took five or seven days off. I mean, there was more because it was before I got sick. We just weren't doing it as well for some reason. We just didn't have time. There was like a couple of really late nights and then I babysat a couple of nights and then Jeff got sick and he was actually sick while I was babysitting. Um, Here suffering all alone (laughs) by myself. Yeah. So on, I want to say it was like the 18th or the 19th, we decided that if we did, I think three a night, we would be caught back up by the 20th. Yeah, we would sink back up, which did happen. It was the 17th. Yeah. And the one night we did three and the next night we did four and we were caught back up. Um, And again, like we talked about our YouTube channel, we have all of the... You know, we recorded every all of our reactions, us drinking the stuff. Some of the things were really good. Some of the things were not not good at all. Yeah, so all the full videos of everything and us drinking it and us talking about it, like, you know, in the moment, are there on YouTube for you to go check out if you'd like to. Um, but day 17 was Rum Chata Pumpkin Spice. Yeah. We were really excited. Um, that was a good one. Yeah, we were really excited to try this one because we had, we've seen it previously, but never in a small bottle. And like, you always run the risk of like, yeah, rum chata tastes good, but is it the does. pumpkin spice added to it going to be good? Yeah. This was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was by far one of the best things we drank in the whole calendar. Just under 14% alcohol, cream liqueur, you know, if you know what rum chata is. It's a creamy, you know, kind of cordial-ish kind of thing. Um, very tasty. The pumpkin spice was very good. Uh, definitely enjoyed that one. Day 18 was Deep Eddie Sweet Tea Vodka. This was not so great. It wasn't the best, um, but it was all wasn't right. Wasn't it whiskey? Was it whiskey? No, it was vodka. Was it vodka? Sweet tea flavored right. vodka. Um, 35% alcohol. It was it was all right. You know, sweet tea, whiskey, vodka, you know, that's good. And like lemonade or, you know, iced tea. Put it in there. It's good. Like we're doing shots of these things. So we're not shot people or like straight people, like right out the bottle. So we're more like mixed drink cocktail kind of people. Mm-hmm. So you can get the flavor of these things and go, okay, well, that's not really great in shot form, but in something it'd be, you know, good. Um, this is one of those things, pretty much all, like, anything except for, like, the cordials or, like, the cream-based stuff, like, we can handle that on its own. It's usually pretty good. Whiskeys, vodkas, tequilas, you know, bourbons, all that stuff. It's usually not great by itself. That's just our opinion. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the quality of it. You know, that's our opinion. You may think differently. So, you know, go check it out. We'll just tell you what we thought of it. But again, a lot of these things or the majority of these things, not everything, would still be great in like a mixed drink or a cocktail. Uh, this being one of those things, I would not like do shots of this. Um. Day 19 was Blue Chair Bay Mango Rum Cream. That was 15% alcohol. It was Caribbean rum with real cream, mango, coconut, peach, and lime flavors. Very tasty. Again, cream stuff, 
usually pretty good. You just drink this by itself. I'll do shots of that all day long. Mm-hmm. Very tropical tasting. Uh, very refreshing. Uh, I enjoyed this one. Yeah, it was good. That blisteringly specific uh, critique by Peach. Yeah, it was good. Oh, thanks, little Peach. Oh boy, keep going. Um, day twenty was amaretto, uh, traditional Italian liqueur di Toscana, original Knight Gabriello recipe since nineteen sixty. So amaretto is one of my favorite uh, liqueurs. I really like amaretto sours. It's like my first mixed drink that I ever remember ordering. And like I still enjoy it to this day. I typically buy Di Sirono. So while this alcohol wasn't new, like this brand was, but I've also never taken a shot of amaretto. So that was like a new thing. Um, the flavor was nice, but I remember it, it being stronger than I thought it was going to be. Like, you could actually really taste the liquor in it. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what the alcohol content on this one is. You, you, I'll definitely, I say it in the video, because we usually give out all the, that in the videos, but the picture that I took does not have it on the front of the bottle, so I cannot tell you. I'm sure you could look it up. Um, but yeah. yeah, that was day 20. I got wonderful pictures of the beef stew. So those be put out. It looks so delicious with a little bread right there. Oh yeah, I can't so wait tasty. to eat it again. <laughs> so tasty. Um, it was really, really good. <laughs> day twenty one was a travesty. Which one was twenty one? Sweet pickle vodka. Oh my god. Oh my god. Good lord. It was god awful. Okay, so the original pinkle shot is what it is. Naturally flavored sweet pickle vodka. This is 15% alcohol. And on the label it said great in something, but even better by itself. Bullshit. Okay, so I'm going to tell you exactly what this smells like. Q-Tex nail polish remover. Mm. Like two eight. No, it tasted like what that smells like. Okay, yeah. So... Think of that smell. Now imagine that on your tongue. And don't don't think we're weird. Everybody knows there's things out there that taste like things smell. You yeah. know, it does sound weird, but we've all experienced it. So, like, if you've ever taken your nail polish off and you've smelled that smell, this is exactly what that tasted like. It was God awful. Probably one of the worst things I've ever had to drink. And we have had some really, really bad cider before. Yeah. It and was, this was by uh, far worse than any cider we've ever had. So bad. Just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And there's a dill one out there, which I thought we had had as well. And I was... Um, which Jeff says in the video, he's like, oh, well, we have a dill one. And I didn't don't. remember buying... Two of them, I think we ended up opting for the sweet one. Yeah, I saw both of them, and I I saw them at the store. I was there by myself, and I decided to buy the sweet one. And then we saw them at a, the a store together, and Peach was like, oh, I think that's what happened. You were like, oh, let's get the dill one, too. I'm like, no, we already have one. We don't yeah. need two, which is a good call. 
Yes. Because I really didn't want to drink another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I did also during my, my holiday month of trying new beers. I got a lot of single stuff at um, Total Wine. I got the Einstock Icelandic Doppelbach. Their can is very festive. It has like their uh, logo with little reindeer antlers and a Rudolph red nose. So I had seen these in like the six packs they sell and I was like, well, I hope they sell those in singles because I want to try those. Um, this is a Icelandic um, beer. So it's this uh, company and it uses like... Uh, water that's straight from um a you know a, a natural source and um so this was a doppelbach uh only available through the holiday season a limited edition winter celebration brew is definitely worth the wait malted barley and chocolate tones to find the traditional style while the robust aroma and long mellow finish make this the perfect companion for holiday feasts um I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. I thought it was very tasty. Very nice, dark beer. And it is kind of, I don't know, I want to say exhausting around this time of year because Christmas time, winter, it's all about stouts and dark beer. That's pretty much what places are putting out. And you can get a little bit of exhaust, even though I do enjoy them and some of them are very tasty, you can kind of get burnt out on them very quick because uh, they're very heavy, usually high alcohol content beers. So you can't really you know, house a bunch of them. Uh, this is, this one was 6.7% alcohol, but very tasty. So I would recommend it. And, um, then I had went to Axe and Arrow to try their holiday festive beers. And they had a fruitcake cobbler sour, which is 5% alcohol. And I gave it a 4.5 out of five. It was uh, very tasty. I did enjoy it very much. Uh, Axe and Arrow is out of Glassboro, New Jersey. They're a really great uh, brewery. So I would definitely check them out if I were you, if you have the opportunity to, because there's not very many. There's nothing that I've had from them that I thought was awful. And there's been some stuff that I liked more than others, but pretty much almost most of the time, can't say a bad thing. Like I, I usually get, you know, they have different pour sizes. I usually go for the big pours because I'm like, I'm not going to waste time. I'm, I'm almost positive I'm going to like it, so I might as well just get the big glass. So this was classic holiday treat and a sour beer, sour base conditioned on ginger, dates, apricots, brown sugar, and cherry puree. Very tasty. I would recommend that one. I enjoyed it very much. Then they have this side of the nut house, which is a brown ale, 5% alcohol as well. I gave it a 3.75 out of 5. It's a nutty brown ale conditioned on peanuts to enhance the nuttiness of the malts. A crisp and easy drinking option. Now, if you're allergic to peanuts, I would not drink this beer. Uh, but it is very tasty. I like this as well. Brown ales, you know, are hit or miss. But again, very tasty for this one. So I enjoyed this one as well. Again, 3.75 out of 5. And then there was gingerbread cookies, uh, 6% alcohol. It's a golden white stout, which I do enjoy the white stouts. You know, sometimes it's a nice break from the dark stouts. Um, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. I did think that the ginger was a little 
overpowering in this one for my tastes. I mean, and ginger can be that way. It's a very fickle thing to put in drinks. Ginger and spice is what makes everything nice in this holiday small batch. And all these different like special ones they usually do around the holidays or for events are small batches. They're not like big kegs, so like, you know, they're limited, so they don't stick around very long. They don't can them. You can usually get crowlers of them, but you can't get like four packs of them. But it was good. I mean, the ginger was a little bit overpowering, but it was great. Not something I could drink a whole lot of because the ginger can get overwhelming, but still pretty tasty. Then there was Mary Mint, the same. I found the mint was a tad bit overpowering. This was an imperial uh, stout, uh, 8% alcohol called Mary Mint. I gave it a 3 out of 5. Brewed using a double mash process and long boil to create a thick base beer to blend with peppermint extract with plenty of chocolate for the perfect winter tree. It was good, but the mint was a little bit strong as mint tends to be sometimes. So, it was good, but uh, not great. That's why I only got the 3 out of 5. It could have been a little bit higher if the mint wasn't. But again, that's my opinion. A lot, some people might like that, you know, the mint being as strong as it was. Um, then there was, and that's, that's it for those. Uh, went there and tried those. And then, uh, day 22 of our advent calendar was, uh, Oregon Spirits Absinthe. Drank some absinthe. Which was also... Not great. Yeah. Uh, 62.5% alcohol. Yeah, way too, like, florally and, like, just not great tasting. I don't know if that's something, if, if absinthe, absinthe is really a thing that you can mix into cocktails, but by itself, not good. Uh, not as bad as the pickle shot, but it's, it was up there. Yeah. Um... Wouldn't you say peach? It, it was not enjoyable. It was not something I, I would want to drink again. Um, it was comparable to, like, what's that? The green, yeah, Jägermeister. Ooh, yeah. But, like. It has the anise. Yeah, but, like, yeah. and black licorice, but, like, worse than Jäger. Comparable. Like, Sambuca, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's all in that vein. So, again, that was day 22. And then we went out and looked at Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. We did our uh, annual date of going out, driving around, taking along some hot chocolate, and uh, looking at the uh, Christmas lights. Um, it's one of my favorite childhood um, traditions that I used to do with my mom. Did you used to? Yeah, here? we used yeah. to do that in my family. We'd all pile in the car and mm-hmm. drive around and look at the lights. Yeah. Um, this was our first year doing it in South Jersey. Typically, we've always done it um, up in Hamilton where we used to live. Um, so, <laughs> I'm from this area. Like, this is the area that I grew up in. But I never, like, drove around the area that we live in now. I always drove around, like, Medford, Marlton, like, that area. So, 
this year we for the first time we drove around mount laurel and we got to see some really cool lights there's a lot of big houses around here mm-hmm. like ooh, what the fuck do those people do kind of houses yeah um some of them again you can't fault like we did drive around we were a little bit judgy in some instances if people didn't have so like oh why the fuck can't you put up some decorations again not everybody celebrates christmas so you kind of got to factor that in i mean if you do celebrate Christmas, but you're just like a Grinch, I guess you don't really celebrate it too well then, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But, uh, yeah, there was a lot of fun lights around that we looked at, and they mm-hmm. were they were very nice to see. Yeah, and we had delicious uh, hot chocolate. We did have delicious Salty hot chocolate. caramel hot chocolate. Very tasty. Yeah. Stayed hot the whole time. Because we used our handy dandy trusty Yetis. That we don't, are not sponsored by. No. But we, we wouldn't mind it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, very, they come in handy. Sometimes they're too good for their own good. Yeah, you uh, have to like, with You it, gotta prep like hours beforehand if you want it to be drinkable by whatever time you want it to be drinkable by. Well, like I knew that we wanted to be able to drink these and like, so I boiled the water like well in advance and like made the hot chocolate but didn't add in enough water and then I just used like lukewarm water. Like, Can you put in some milk, you said? Or did not? You did not no, put in milk. No. no milk. It was just water. Sorry. <laughs> I guess I was lied to. I did not say anything about milk. Oh, maybe. She lied. I think she put in Maybe milk. I put in heavy cream. A, I think bit, so. a splash of heavy Cause cream. Because you said you put that, and then you were like, oh, that cooled it down to yeah. make it like, you know, it's very drinkable. Yeah, it was very tasty. And just, you know, regular Swiss Miss. Yeah. Hot chocolate. Was it was it salted caramel Swiss Miss? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why, why do we even have to? Um, but, um... Then we came home and had a cheese plate. Mm. Very fancy cheese plate. All of our cheese plates are fancy, let's be honest. <laughs> um, but we had, you know, pepperoni, mozzarella, cheese roll-ups. We had some ham. We had some pe- green peppers, tomatoes, blueberries, cheese, some cheddar cheese. We, we eat the cheddar cheese. I mean, uh, that's what I stick with. I'm not a very big cheese um, person. So I branched out over the last handful of years to eating more cheese than I did previously, mm-hmm. but I'm still not, like, eating all the cheese. Yeah, in the beginning of our relationship, Jeff would have never eaten a cheddar cheese ever. No. Um, um, it was a fateful day at Pour the Core with Kevin. and I was just so hungry. And Kevin and I, we went into the Cabot tent. Yeah, they had a Cabot cheese tent. And, I was and just Kevin like, and I were like housing the yeah, cheese. I was like, well, these guys are housing cheese. And I'm just like so hungry because we were drinking so much cider. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to eat that cube of cheese. And like me and Kevin, well, maybe not Kevin, but I was like, what are you doing? Eating this cheese, <laughs> woman. Like, oh, I like this. And then I liked it. And I was like, good. And I found out that I'm a big fan of sharp cheddar cheese. Yeah. So we usually, we both agree on that. We both like the that. The sharper, the better in our opinion. And the longer it's aged and like the harder it is, we're all about it. Yeah. So we've, you know, had lots of cheese plates since and uh, been using that. So uh, it's good. And we got some olives and grapes and uh, it was a good cheese plate. Always a good cheese plate. And peach really. Peach and- in this one, had, we had some salami. We had a salami rose, y'all. <laughs> she got real fancy. I saw her putting it together. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, 
I'm doing this because it looks nice. I'm like, I'm just going to eat it. You eat with your eyes first. Okay. And we had mini toasts. The St. Joan of Arc toast. They're my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, And Jeff is like, really, do we need them? It's like, yeah, they're cute. And we had awful blueberry jam. I didn't think it was awful. Oh, I hate it. Mm. Apparently, Peach hates it. We bought it, so we... Like I need, we need to use it, and I saw it in the refrigerator. I'm like, oh, perfect time to finish some of this, because um, I know Jeff likes it. Um, it's not the flavor that I don't like; it's the consistency because the blueberries that they used are whole in it, and they're really small. So, like, I don't know. It tastes like you're drinking Orbeez. Like, if you're, do you remember that drink from like the yeah. early '90s? Like. It's like that, like, soft, squishy balls. Ew. (laughs) That's what she said. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what it tastes like. It tastes... uh, I'm not a fan. Like, I'm I'm big, a big texture person. Speaking of that's what she said, and YouTube channel just posted Killian and Peach making the gingerbread Krampus cookies for Krampus Knocked. Yes. There's a lot of that's what she said comments yeah. in the in that video. So that's Too up on many. YouTube right now. Um, Killian and Peach are on the camera. I was the cameraman. And um, it's a very fun video of them making some cookies. Yeah. So, um, Jesus Christ. Wow. What? Oof. Amy was not lying about that. Friendship lamps. They're like $200. What is a friendship lamp? And... Please tell me what this probably stupid thing is. Okay, so you have however many lamps. It could be a set of four, but it was two. And when you're missing the other person, you touch your lamp and it changes their lamp to a different color. That sounds stupid as fuck. (laughs) It's sweet. No, it isn't. They also make them in bracelets, too. Sounds dumb. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't need one of those because my friend's right here. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> but it's not reciprocated because oh, she wants to give stupid friendship lamps with other people. <laughs> it's different. It's not different, and it sounds really stupid and oh. expensive yeah. for the stupidity. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, one hundred seventy-eight dollars for a set of them. Dumb. Yeah, it's it's stupid. So, made some more clackies, or collage, whatever, however you want to pronounce them. Um, yeah, the recipe that I found through our friend's mom, it's a good recipe. Um, it's three ingredients. It's uh, flour, butter, and cream cheese. And we did some almond ones. No, I'm lying. There's She's su- lying. I think there's sh- sugar. Sh- sugar. Sugar. I didn't sugar. think it was that many ingredients. Um... The dough is really, like, I was able to make it ahead both times, and it came together, like, kneading and rolling it out. So, I'm, I definitely endorse that recipe. Yeah, made some more, made some almond ones, made some raspberry uh, jam ones. Uh, Yeah, very tasty. Oh, cream cheese, butter, flour. Yeah, that's it. Cream cheese, butter, and flour, y'all. Yeah. Three ounces of cream cheese, half a cup of butter, and a cup of flour. Um, So both times I doubled the recipe. So it was six ounces cream cheese, 
a full cup of butter and two cups of flour. Make that dough. Mm-hmm. Put in your filling and bake. Yeah. Um, these aren't my favorite, but they are fairly easy to make. So I will continue to make them for Jeffrey because he said they tasted comparable to his mom's. Mm-hmm. Not identical, but... Then Peach did make some banging sausage gravy and biscuits with some tater tots, uh, rounds, hash brown rounds. Uh, good, delicious. Peach makes the best sausage gravy. Thanks. Yep. Peach is a good cook. <laughs> Just so. Yeah, I haven't heard that in a while. When was that? This was that is your Christmas first Eve? time. Um, no. When was Christmas Eve? It was this December 23rd, so Christmas Eve Eve. Oh, Christmas Eve Eve, And yeah. that was for breakfast. So, I had I was, been... I was promised breakfasts yeah. on all my days off. So, when we moved into the apartment, um, Jeff and I... I don't remember exactly how it came up, but Killian took a video of me saying it, that I would cook Jeff breakfast every weekend, at least one day. Like a home cooked breakfast, not like a here's a bagel or toast or a pop. Well, or at first like it was every uh, weekend you get breakfast, and then it turned into well, one of the days you get a good breakfast. Yeah. The other day you're asking to eat some cereal or some toast. <laughs> well, you got cereal for days. But I was lacking a lot of those breakfasts. Yeah. Um. So I promised him I was like, well, from the Saturday before. Uh, Christmas until Christmas morning. Like, I'll make you a breakfast each of those days. So, we did sausage, gravy, and biscuits on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. On the Sunday. Well, we're not there yet. Because oh. Saturday, we went back to the Green Parrot mm-hmm. in Newtown, Pennsylvania. We talked about going there back around Halloween time because they had fun fall slash Halloween cocktails and we were like, they're probably going to do something similar to that around Christmas. So we'll have to keep an eye out for that and go back and try out that stuff. And they did. So we went back. We tried a bunch of stuff. Um, let's see. We tried 10 different drinks. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yes. You kept track of 10? Well, it was five rounds. Did you... I don't remember which ones you did. Did you do the Winter White Cosmo? No, you didn't do that one. You did a Sangria, though, right? Yeah. So, Peach did a Winter White Sangria, which was Pinot Grigio, diced apples, fresh rosemary, whole cranberries, white cranberry juice topped with club soda. What did you think about that? Um, hold on, I need to look at the picture. I know everything that we You're tried. not going in order, that's the last. I'm not going in order, I'm just going by what we tried. So it was the win. I I did the winter white sangria and you did the winter wonderland mojito. Yeah, I know, but I'm not doing. I'm just um, I'm just talking about what we had. I didn't love the sangria. I didn't. It was very whiny. Yeah, um, it was very dry. It was like, uh, drink me. I'm cold. <laughs> and then like, it was very elegant looking. Like it was in a very tall glass, and it was clear because it was white wine, and they didn't add anything. To it, aside from apples and I think cranberry, and I think it was thyme in it, um, like a sprig of thyme. It looked very elegant. It kills me though when they do when places do like a sugar rim for no reason, and this one had like a very chunky sugar rim. Well, I mean, it's more for presentation. What was not in this? For, 
what? The it sangria? was white, yeah, white wine. The Pinot Grigio, diced apples, fresh rosemary, whole cranberries, white cranberry juice topped with club soda. Yeah. Um, so I guess club soda is sparkling. I don't remember yeah. this having a lot of like fizz to it. But uh, I didn't think I it don't was know. Very good. It was, this was a drink where had it been just a touch sweeter, like a sweeter Pinot. I would have been able to drink this like all day long at like a party or whatever. Like it was refreshing and it was crisp. And like, what if it was the stuff that we put in sangria that we both like like that? What is the stuff that we put in there? Like a Moscato? No, we do Pinot. It depends on what we're putting in. If it was the Pinot that we like, oh, I could drink it all day long. It was just, I did not like their Pinot that they put in. It was a bit too dry for me. Yeah, I'm not a big wine guy, so this was very wine tasty. I didn't much enjoy it. And you, when I had that, you had the Winter or the, the winter Wonderland Mojito. Yeah, but I'm not going by that. I'm just going down the list oh. um, and picking out the things that we had. Well, I've got pictures of the We bears. don't have to go in order. It doesn't matter. Um... I also had uh, the candy cane teeny. That was stateside local vodka, peppermint schnapps, white chocolate, white creme de, me- de coco, peppermint mocha cream, vanilla icing rim with crushed candy cane bits like on the rim. Very tasty. I enjoyed it very much. It was really good. Like, yeah, I want to make. I want to. Again, you look at all the, all the ingredients, and you could go, "Oh, I can make this myself." But it's like, then you got to make it. You can make it. It was better just to have somebody serve it to you. Mm-hmm. But it just, it is in a martini those... glass, very, I'm going to make me sound like an alcoholic. It was a little bit. Like, those martini glasses don't hold very much. So I'm like, it seems like you drink it way too fast. Because mm-hmm. it's just like. Yeah, and some of the martinis we got had ice in them, which I didn't think martinis were supposed to. Yeah, but these aren't like true martinis. They're just called teenies because I guess somebody d- decided to make them in the glasses and they're kind of similar. But they're not really like a real no, martini. No, but this was very delicious. But again, I don't really think the the icing and the candy cane It's not necessary. necessary. It does add a little bit to taste, but it's mostly there for presentation purposes yeah. to make it look fun and nice and festive. And it does work that way. Um, also have the gingerbread mantini, Captain Morgan spice rum, ginger puree, rum chata, vanilla cream, vanilla icing rim with crushed gingerbread cookies on the rim. And it also had like a gingerbread man in it, like cookie. Stuck on the side by a big glob of icing. This was also very good. I was worried that it was going to be, again, overly gingerish because it can... You really yeah. walk such a fine line when something has ginger in it. Yeah, it, when it, like I said before with the beers, with both of them, ginger and mint are very easy to go overboard with. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very strong flavors, so it's very easy to kind of go a little bit over. And some people might like that. That's you know, not taking away from that. There may be people that like the overness of it, but I I don't. Those are nice in moderation. But yeah. Really enjoyed that one as well. Uh, you got the Jingle Ball Teeny, yes. which was fancy, served in It what? was a martini glass with a sugar rim with a Christmas ornament inside of it. Yeah, it was a Crystal Head Vodka, 
orange liqueur, fresh lemon juice, cranberry juice, ginger spice puree served in an ornamental ball. And it had sugared cranberries and fresh rosemary, I guess. In I it. didn't have any sugared cranberries, but yeah, it I did have that. rosemary. Um, these were the first two drinks we got. The Jingle, jingle Ball Teeny and the Gingerbread Man Teeny. Um both were equally as delicious. I, I really, I had the Jingle Ball Teeny. It was very, very tasty. It was all right. I took a sip of it. Uh, not one of my favorites, but it was very fun and festive coming in the ball and you pour it into the glass. Mm-hmm. So, again, nice presentation and very festive. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, and then, yes, I did try the Winter Wonderland Mojito. This came in a snowman mug. Yes. That was very fun Mm -hmm. and festive as well. I don't know where they get these mugs from. Yeah. Um, uh, But very fun. Uh, Clear Rum. That's the brand. It's not like it was clear. uh, Spelled uh, fancy. (laughs) K-L-Y-R. And I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it. Clear. Uh, Lime juice, coconut milk, club soda, mint, pomegranate, powdered sugar. The fuck was that? I have no idea. Well, that's weird. Yeah, very weird. Huh. Well, now I think I should pause and go check. Yeah. Let me go check. We just heard a noise. And we're back. You we found it. You shouldn't have started it yet. Sorry. The microphone is still down. Microphone, microphone down. Um, but yeah, found out what the noise was. There was a leaf falling off of the avocado plant. Yeah. So, solved. Mystery solved. We had to go investigate. Sorry if this is loud. Jeff should not have started yet. I shouldn't have, but I did. Uh, I can see all the sound waves. I don't Uh, know what's going on. Sorry, guys. Please bear with us. So, yeah. The Winter Wonderland Mojito. Tasty. Not as tasty as I thought it was going to be. I don't like mojitos, so I did not enjoy this. I had never had one. And uh, you had had a mojito at Mary Catherine's wedding. We both tried one. I don't remember it, so that's how good it was. Uh, but it was all right. It was decent. But I like the mug though. Also tried a snowball fight. It's a stateside local vodka, white chocolate, creme de cocoa, Bailey's cream, sparkling white sugared rim, served up in a martini glass. Also very tasty. That was really good. While Jeff drank that, I drank a ginger-spiced mule. Um, If you've been here for a while, you know I'm partial to the mules. Um, This was very tasty. Um, So much so, I wanted a second one. (laughs) Yeah, it was Crown Royal Apple Whiskey, Ginger Spice Simple Syrup, Fresh Lime Juice, Whole Cranberries, and Gosling's Ginger Beer. So the only difference from the one that they had done during fall and this one is this one had ginger syrup in it and the cranberries floating around as garnish and the one in the fall had apple cider in it. And I think it had ginger puree. It had ginger and apple puree. And no syrup. Yeah. Um, a mule. I, I, I would think it would be hard to mess up a mule. But who knows? But it was very tasty. Um, and then you also did the Tipsy Santa Mar- Marg. Yeah, this came in like a fun parrot glass with a green sugar rim. Um, 
as margaritas go, it wasn't terrible, but I would never need to drink it again. It was uh, Coraleo Blanco tequila, lime, sour and cranberry juice, uh, orange liqueur, and green sugar rim. Yeah. I drank that while Jeff was drinking the candy cane teeny. It was all right. I mean, I'm not the biggest margarita fan. I mean, they're they're okay. I do like them when it's festive. If you're drinking them like, you know, Taco Tuesday or something, Cinco de Mayo, mm-hmm. something like that. Not really my choice of something to drink. Margaritas are one of my favorite drinks. So, like, I do hmm. judge them. <laughs> like, if we go somewhere and I get a margarita, it's like, oh, this doesn't taste like wherever. All that being said is... I'm pretty sure that I got the white Christmas margarita. Yes, Jeff did. Coraleo Blanco tequila, coconut milk. See, I get brought in by the coconut milk because I think it's going to be a little bit creamy and I like coconut. So when I see that, just like I saw in the mojito, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try that. Um, Coconut milk, lime juice, orange liqueur, lime, and powdered sugar. And it was served in a snowman mug. Yeah, and it was tasty. I enjoyed it. Um, I sipped Jeff's. I wasn't sad that I was not drinking that. I got a sugar cookie teeny, which Mm. was stupidly good. Stupid. Um, Like, I've seen so many of my friends out at the bars recently that are like, oh, sugar cookie martini. And it's like, oh, that sounds good. And then I got the chance to drink it. And I'm like, holy shit, this is delicious. I didn't know that it was a thing that anybody else was drinking. Them. I thought this was just like something. Oh, no, did. it's like it's a thing. Oh, well, yeah. I have no idea. It was uh, Smirnoff Vanilla Vodka Amaretto Vanilla Extract Sugar Cookie Cream Bailey's Irish Cream and Vanilla Icing Around the Rim. We've come to sprinkle. the conclusion that the sugar cookie cream that they put in is like the coffee mate creamer sugar cookie flavor um, because that's the only thing that came up when Googled. So that's what we're assuming. But they were, you know, for the most part, all good drinks, fall, I mean, uh, holiday festive. Mm-hmm. We got pictures of everything and the presentation and the glasses. Um, and then Saturday night, what did we do Saturday night, Little Peach? Saturday night we went out to dinner with our friend's parents our friend was not there. We mm. just had dinner with his parents. That may um, sound weird to you. But uh, we were neighbors with them, Jeff, his whole life. Um, and that's why he's friends with their child. And me, I met them when I moved in. And we we were close with them. And since we've moved, we haven't gotten to see them a lot and spend time with them because we used to go down frequently and visit with them. Because their son, Chuck lives in florida we've talked with him he's been on the podcast before Mm -hmm. uh, when he comes up to visit and um he doesn't live you know around so like you know they like to socialize and and see us and it's like one since he's not here it's like well they feel like well maybe nobody's gonna come in and and maybe spend some time with them and it's nice to hang out with them yeah and we like them. them and care about them and stuff so we went out to dinner with them we went to a restaurant in Hamilton called Rossi's, or you might know it as Rossi Burger. Yeah, Rossi I mean, Burger. it was a place in, like, uh, Chambersburg area of Trenton, smaller place. Um, I don't know if they operate two different ones. I know the original one was there. They were all about the burgers. I went there once with uh, Nick, which is their other son, because um, Chuck is... Uh, it's a hard thing to describe. Um, okay, so Chuck's mom 
Chuck's dad passed away and Nick's mom passed away. And then years later, Chuck's mom and Nick's dad got together and got married. And they were, we were all friends and Nick and Chuck were friends and the parents were friends when they were also alive. They were all friends together. Mm -hmm. Um, so then they got together. So now Chuck and Nick are, and Rich, because Rich is with Nick, they're step brothers now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went to the original Rossies with Nick one time uh, yeah. years ago. I don't know if that's still open or they just moved to this bigger place. But it's funny because when we got there, we planned a time to meet and everything. We got there around the same time I had made reservations because the one and only other time that I had been to this restaurant, we had gone for Chuck and Nick's birthday and this place had been packed. It was like wall to wall, tables full, packed. And I... And I had said to um, Chuck's mom, I'm like, hey, um, do they do reservations? And before she even responded, I'm like, I'm just going to call and find out. So by the time she messaged me back, I was like, we have a reservation. It's for my name that this time. And she's like, oh, that's great. So we met them there. We ended up spending like two and a half hours with them um, in the restaurant, just like catching up and eating dinner and talking about everything that you could imagine and it was just so nice because all that time did go past but like it didn't feel like it and then the plan was to go back to their place afterwards and like hang out a little bit more but then um i ended up having to go check on a cat um last minute um so we ended up having to leave them but we were kind of going back and forth with if we wanted to go to um, midnight mass on christmas eve and they we normally go with them or meet them there so i was like well we'll just come over a little bit before midnight mass on christmas eve so that's what we ended up doing so we took care of what we needed to take care of and then we came home on christmas eve eve yes and uh Christmas Eve Eve was um, day 23 of the advent calendar was Bailey's Espresso Cream. It was very tasty. Irresistible, it says. 17% alcohol. Very tasty. This was a winner. Um, enjoyed it. So definitely would be good in something, uh, which is mainly what these kind of alcohols are made for to, to put into things. Uh, not to be drank by itself, but you can drink it by itself, I suppose. Do shots of it. It was very tasty. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Peach enjoyed it too. Yes, it was very tasty. Um, let's see. And then on Christmas Eve, we tried our hands at a family recipe that Peach kind of meddled with. So, over the years, uh, my dad was from upstate New York. Uh, well, he came from upstate New York. And I guess at some of the shops around there, some of the restaurants, they serve like pepperoni, uh, sliced up pepperoni in sauce. They would put it on like hot dogs or on sandwiches. And uh, when he moved down to New Jersey with my mom and we, you know, we were all born. Like my dad would make, he kind of made his own version of what he 
thought it was that they made, you know, up there from his younger days and childhood. So it was a treat for us. We would have it a lot. He would, you know, make it from time to time. Not really a lot. It was more of like a special kind of thing. And then it, for some, somehow it got translated into it's something that we ate on Christmas Eve. Like that was Christmas Eve dinner, you know, pepperoni sandwiches. And it's like pepperonis in sauce. Um, my dad made up like, again, his own recipe over the years. Um, I finally just recently asked him for the recipe. So he wrote it down for me. And uh, I was like, so we can make it ourselves here on Christmas Eve. And we got all the ingredients for stuff. And we're going to try it out. Um, and anybody who's ever tried this over the years, any of my friends, you know, anybody who's tried it, they've all loved it. They're all like, I want more. I love this. I want to make it myself. Um, so my dad's one dream, one, you know, someday he wanted to open up his own stand and sell these pepperoni sandwiches. Um, and I think that would go over really well. I, I think so. If it were actually to happen, but he did uh, give me the recipe, and we made it. Okay, so <laughs> part... The, uh, Would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Where to start? This is a, a large recipe. It's not... Like, it doesn't make a small amount. And with it being just Jeff and myself, and while I do find this recipe very tasty... I can't eat a lot of it because red sauce hurts my stomach really bad. Um, and so does the pepperoni. Just every, this entire meal is not. Oh, yeah. It's like heartburn city. Yeah. It's not like a good for your stomach. Kind yeah, it's of got thing. onions, pepperoni and red sauce. And it just it fucks with my stomach really bad. So like I err on the side of caution every year when this is made. And it's like I may have like a bite from one of Jeff's sandwiches. But, like, that's about where that ends. Um, so, we originally went in halving the recipe because it makes a full pot. And there is no reason for Jeff and I to make a full pot because it's gonna, it would take forever for yeah. it to get eaten. It's just even halving it, there's still a lot left over that I, you know, froze. Yeah. Because um, there was no way I was getting to eat it by the time it would be good to eat it by. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so we'll half the recipe. It was easy to half it. But. I'm not giving away the recipe here. The, yeah. The one thing, because it is a family recipe and you can't have it. Um, <laughs> but if you want to come by, I'll make you some. We can have some that's in the freezer. Uh, the halving it wasn't my issue because we both agreed upon that. But it kind of seems like this isn't a recipe that you can have because it kind of takes yeah. away from the taste that I remember of my dad's version of it. Yeah. So it was very similar. What I what I what I fault Peach for is that she added an ingredient in that wasn't in the recipe. That's what I fault her yeah, for. Yeah. So I added pepper. <laughs> and it was not called for in the recipe. Yeah. And I didn't add a lot of pepper. Just a pinch, but it was enough. Jeff was like, I tasted it. Not even time. enough. It's just, it doesn't belong. Shouldn't be in well, there. whatever. And it would have made it even worse for you because the red sauce and the pepperoni and the pepper combined was made it even more like heartburn city. Heartburn, city. yeah. So, I can't add salt or pepper. I didn't add salt, but like, this is a recipe that you cannot mess with. Like, 
and you cannot half it. Like you just, you have to make the full pot. You have to use the exact ingredient amounts. And Peach had none of this. I had to eat this all on my own. Yeah. So it's like, I even though we halved it, it's like, well, we halved it, but you're still eating all of this. Yeah. We also <laughs> didn't have the time to stand over the stove with it. So we did it in the crock pot. Which I think one time we should do the over the stove. Yeah. Uh, but my dad now, he usually cooks in a crock pot as well. Like yeah. he puts in a crock pot. I just need a temperature controlled tr- crock pot. Like one of that the ones works. where it's like, okay, I'm setting it to 300. It's going to stay at 300. Not I'm setting it to low and I'm going to come back in an hour and it's going to be fucking boiling. But, you know, my dad still makes it. He had some ready to go when we stopped by the night before when we were up Christmas there. Eve, yeah. yeah, when we were up there visiting with Chuck's and Nick's parents. Um, I stopped by the house. Dropped off some cookies. Dropped off some cookies. Picked up a couple things. Um, he had it sitting there ready to go. He invited me to like try a bit. And I was I told him no because I wasn't going to stick my fingers in it. Um, but he asked if we had made ours yet. And I was like, no, we're going to make it tomorrow. Um, and then, but yeah, he still makes it. Again, it's what we are used to. You serve it on Kaiser Rolls. Um, it can be plain poppy seed, sesame seed. We've done all three. Um, it really depends on where you get your rolls from. Some places might be better than others. We used to get them at Italian People's Bakery. There's not really any of them down here. I don't even know if they're around at all anymore in general. Um, we got our rolls at Acme because we were going to get them at ShopRite, but then my dad suggested we go to Acme because that's where he gets them from now. And we got six rolls for two bucks, which I mean, isn't. It's not a bad price, and, like, they were decent-sized rolls. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not complaining. And we did use a couple of them for uh, pork roll, egg, and cheese sandwiches. Which were very tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the pepperoni sandwiches, you kind of just cut, like, you don't cut them, you know, open. You make a little pocket, and you just stuff it full of the pepperoni um, sauce mixture. And, uh, yeah, very tasty. And, um just you know i don't know in the future not have to half it and not put pepper in yeah yeah but uh yeah it went over it was very similar and then we also christmas eve is our tradition to go to white castle and we decided to go to the one that's down near seaside down near the shore which was actually the first White Castle that we went to together. Mm-hmm. And while we're going down there, I asked Peach if we could stop by the um, brewery that's down there, Battle River Brewing, that's in Tom's River because it's right near where she gets her hair done. And I went in there the last time that she got her, well, no, the second to last time she got her hair done. And um, I was like, well, they have some nice stuff and we're going down that way. I want to try some things. So we stopped in there. I got a couple flights. Peach got a couple of their seltzers. Um, I tried a bunch of things. Um, Peach had, you got the one seltzer that's called Poinsettia. Yeah. So I learned something. <laughs> then um, not super jazzed about this. And it kind of makes me dislike the seltzers. So it's just a plain hard seltzer that they add mix to. So, like, that's shitty, and 
that's like along the lines of that fucking cider place that added coffee syrup. Mm. Like you're not serving flavored seltzer. You have a hard plain seltzer that you add shit to. Like, nah. And the poinsettia one did not taste good. Yeah, it was like cranberry and orange flavors. Yeah. Um, you also got a root beer one. Now, that was tasty. I don't know what they added to it to make it maybe just root beer syrup, but it was very tasty. Uh, the seltzers are 10% alcohol, just across the board. Um, I got a couple flights. I got uh, a courthouse black currant sour, fruited sour, 5.5% alcohol, a crushable light kettle sour, very clean with robust flavor of black currant. I thought it was very tasty. I gave it a 3.75 out of 5. Um, nice fruit flavor, nice black currant flavor. Uh, very enjoyable. Then there was also their Courthouse Sweet Cherry Sour Fruited, 5.5% alcohol. About the same thing, just with cherry instead of uh, black currant. I gave this a 4.25 out of 5. Liked it a bit better than the black currant. I like cherry. This was not a medicinal ch- tasting cherry flavor. It was a nice cherry flavor. Uh, so I really enjoyed this one. So again, 4.25 out of 5. Peach even liked this one. She checked into this one. She gave it a 4 out of 5. Yeah, it I'm was, not sure if you checked into the other one. It was very tasty. Uh, you did check into the black currant one. And she also gave that one a 4 out of 5 as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this time I liked the beers more than I liked the seltzer. <laughs> I got a Hessian Tank, which was a wheat beer, 4.7% alcohol. Um, wheat beer brewed with raw and red wheat to give it that white appearance. Creamy smoothness from the coriander, tangerine, and sass hops. Refreshing mix of herbal, citrusy, and tangerine flavor. Uh, had a nice flavor. I give it a 3 out of 5. Not as great as the sours, but still pretty good. Um... I did like it. It wasn't too bitter with the hops, and I like wheat beers. So, Hessian Tank is a good one. And then there was the Snow Melter, which is a Belgian strong dark ale, 8.1% alcohol. Uh, a cold weather classic. This Belgian ale will surely please your taste buds. Balanced, malty, medium body, but easy drinking with all of the right spice notes. Um,. I like this one. It was good. I did not rate it, apparently. I checked into it, but did not rate it. I'd give it a 3.75 out of 5. It was good. Um, Peach gave it a 0.25 out of 5. She did not like it, apparently. Yeah, not a fan. But I enjoyed it. It was a nice, you know, strong, dark ale. Uh, It was good. Then I did check into the the, the poinsettia as well. Uh, I gave that a 2.75 out of 5. It was, you know, it was all right. Uh, Then there was the Baron, which is a Belgian triple, 9% alcohol. Belgian triple aged in Knob Creek bourbon barrels, complex with mild spicy flavor and smooth aged finish. Uh, I liked it. Had a nice flavor. I find myself liking barrel-aged stuff more and more these days because the beer and the bourbon taste combined are all right. Bourbon by itself, still not really a big fan of, but when it's with the beer and kind of adds that flavor, it's kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3.75 out of 5, I gave this one. Peach gave it a, a 1.75 out of 5. Not a fan. She yeah. was not. But I enjoyed not it. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> 
Then there was the Reveille. This one was great, except for the coffee bitterness on the back end, is what I've said. Uh, 6.3%. Uh, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. It's rich blueberry coffee throughout, spun with cinnamon and vanilla, honey and caramel sweetness, residual toasted chocolate. Um, yeah, it was good. It had a nice blueberry and coffee flavor, but the back was bitter. The back taste, like the aftertaste was like bitter. Uh, coffee bitter. So 3.5 out of 5. Um, wow. Peach gave this a 4.75. I thought it was delicious. Hmm. I was kind of surprised at first. I'm like, maybe that was somebody else. And I checked in and it's like, oh, Peach peach was that one. Yeah, I thought it was absolutely delicious. Wow. I can't believe that something that wasn't a sour and fruity, you could give that high of a score to being a beer. Yeah, the it was so coffee forward and like... What what kind of beer was it? Blueberry. No, no, like what style? We didn't say a style. It's just blueberry coffee. Oh, that was it was fucking delicious. Um, delicious. Then there was No Man's Land, which was a golden stout, and it was nitro. Um, smooth and creamy, pale, heavy aroma of coffee. From Papua New Guinea, roasted by Bubby's Beanery in downtown. Notes of dark fruit and milk chocolate on the back end will remind you of your favorite stout. I gave it a 3.75 out of 5. 6.5% alcohol. Uh, Peach gave this a 3.5 out of 5. She liked this one as well. Yeah, it was tasty. It was very tasty. Nice and smooth. I like the nitros. They're nice and smooth. Had a nice coffee flavor. I like the white stouts, the golden stouts. Um... Not too dark, wasn't bitter, so yeah, that's a very good one. Then there was the Liberty, which is their regular lager. Um, I hadn't had that one before. 5.9% alcohol. A clean American lager brewed with a dash of honey, malt, and corn for warmth, followed by notes of white wine and lime. Pairs well with spicy foods or tacos. I... We both gave this a four out of five. It was a very nice tasting lager, like very crisp, clean, a little bit of a sweetness. Uh, it was a really good beer, like a really good, normal, easy drinking beer. Like you could just drink this beer anytime, you know. Again, Peach giving these beers the high scores. <laughs> it's very unbelievable. And uh, yeah. That was all I tried, and it was very tasty. And then we went to White Castle. Yep. Uh, we got four free sliders, thanks to T-Mobile Tuesdays. Uh, Peach did not get uh, that until the last minute. And then we were having problems doing it in the app, so we're like, we're just going to have to go in there and order it. Got them pretty easily. Got some other sliders. Got chicken and waffle slider. Um, got the 1921 slider, bacon and cheese sliders, got some French fries, got some onion rings, and then we had our glass bottle Coke that we brought in. Had to buy a sack, six packs of, a six pack of the glass bottle Coke, the small bottles, because we couldn't find, like, a normal sized glass bottle that we did, like, the year before. Um, so we only need to really share one, because I don't want that much caffeine, uh, so... We shared the small bottle, brought one of those in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, 
I said to Jeff uh, after we got done eating White Castle, which was delicious as always, um, that even though it tasted so good, I think this needed to be our last year of doing White Castle on Christmas Eve. I don't really agree with this. Just because it hurt my stomach so bad after we got done eating. I said that maybe she should just get less next time. Yeah. Because I really like the tradition that we, we have, and mm-hmm. I don't really want to stop it, and it doesn't bother my stomach, so <laughs> I just want to keep eating it, and uh, it's one of the special times of a year that we, we get to eat it. Yeah. We don't go too often, so. No. Um, and then, we, what did we do? Well, you skipped over what I made you for breakfast on Saturday morning. I don't have a picture of it, so I don't know. I don't remember either, but I know I made you breakfast. She did make me breakfast, and I'm sure. Was it pork roll, egg, and cheese on a hard roll? I think that might have been Christmas Eve dinner. I mean, breakfast. And it was very tasty. Whatever day it was, I remember the sandwich. It was so good on the roll and the Mm. pork roll. We hadn't had a pork roll in a while. So that's a very good standard New Jersey breakfast, you know. Bacon, I mean, pork roll, egg, and cheese on a hard roll mm-hmm. uh, or a Kaiser ish roll. Um, bagel. Or in a bagel. I mean, it's comparable if you can't find a good hard roll. Um, but yes, very tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Yeah, so Christmas Eve, after we got done doing White Castle, we needed to run to the store and grab some stuff. Just last minute stuff that we needed for dinner, uh, vegetables for for Christmas dinner, Christmas potatoes. Day dinner, potatoes, stuff like that. Also wanted to grab some eggnog because we had gotten a thing of eggnog and the date on it, like it went bad. I couldn't, we couldn't drink it because that's what around when I got sick and I yeah. didn't want to drink dairy stuff. I mean, I know they say it's a myth, but I didn't want to chance it. Yeah, so it was like... Smaller than a half gallon, like whatever size is smaller than a half gallon. I'm pretty sure it was uh like a pint. No, no it, like a, a quart. I think a quart. Yes, maybe. So like it sucks to throw food away, but it went bad because Jeff wasn't drinking it. Well, just I wasn't drinking it. Well, I wasn't going to drink it without him because hmm. I'm not supposed to drink eggnog anyway because no. I'm fucking lactose intolerant. Um. So, we went to went to Walmart, and because I also needed a pie plate for my mom's Christmas gift, because we didn't end up doing Christmas until yesterday with my mom. Um, but two days ago, two days ago, today is Sunday. Yesterday today is Monday. Today is Monday. Hmm. Oh boy, it's New Year's oh, Day. Yeah, my it's days Monday. are all messed up. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, boy. Okay, so Christmas Eve. So we ran to Walmart and couldn't find the shredded potatoes I needed because I was going to make a casserole in the crock pot. Walmart didn't have eggnog. Walmart didn't have something else. And I was like, well, ShopRite's right across the street and they close in like 45 minutes. I was like, we can definitely get across the street and get in there. Well, ShopRite didn't have shredded potatoes. ShopRite did not have eggnog. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just buy the stuff and I'll make like homemade eggnog. 
Jeff was like, you're not doing that. Absolutely not. He was nope. like, the ingredients you need are too expensive. It's too much messing. Like, you're not making it. Yeah. It just was not, you know. So, Target stayed open until 8. So, I like real quick went on the Target app and I tried to see. And the the only one that was coming up that had eggnog was the Delran Target. And we were in Berlin. And I'm like, I'm not driving all the way to Delran hoping that the app is accurate because like everything else was closing i was like i'm sorry you just don't get eggnog today or or this this Mm -hmm. year and jeff is like it's okay like we really i really did try yeah but it just it wasn't happening um so we came home christmas eve did our advent yeah uh, which was 99 brand salted caramel whiskey Mm-hmm. 49.5% alcohol. We had had a 99 brand root, root beer. beer. This was not as bad as that. It was still a bit harsh, mm-hmm. but had a nice flavor and yeah. was all right. Again, it's something you can see in a mixed drink or a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Or like hot chocolate, coffee, yeah, something Wouldn't like be that. too bad. A little bit harsher than the other salted caramel stuff that we have. That we I think is a little bit smoother and mm-hmm. nicer flavor. But in a pinch, this stuff would work just as well, whatever you want to use that stuff in. I mean, we usually put that stuff in like eggnog, hot chocolate, coffee, works well in there. So this would work well if you can't find those, I want to say better brands. But I mean, yeah, it's my opinion yeah. or our opinion. Yeah, we were, we're entitled <laughs> to it. Yeah, what she said. <sighs> so, and then we were going to go to church. Mm-hmm. So we drove back up. To Hamilton. Yeah. And we we were going to... Because the night before, we were supposed to go back to... Um, I already said all this. Yes, but... So we're going to meet them before church and hang out for a little bit before going to church. But we got up there. We drove around, looked at some more lights up there. Uh, we went past one of the big houses that I know Peach likes every year. I like it too. And I was trying to find it because every year I always forget how to get to it. And... Um, I'll have to remember. I think this year I, I we, maybe we mentally... We put a pin in it, didn't we, on the GPS? No, but that would be a good idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we went by there. Really fun. They had a reindeer, big inflatable reindeer on the roof. Um, I think they <laughs> added a bit this year. Um, so yeah, we did that. And then we went to we went to hang out. And then we went to church. Yeah. Um, it was nice. It was a different, what do they call your church's people? <laughs> what? The guy, what is he it's called? A pastor. A pastor. It's a Methodist. Yeah. So, um, it was a new pastor. Jeff and I have not gone to Midnight Mass since 2019 because 20, 2020 was covid covid christmas 2021 they still weren't doing it in the church and last year why didn't we go last year uh i don't know probably just didn't because last year we had covid oh yeah that's why Mm -hmm. we didn't go last year so the past three years 2020 2021 and 2022 i have watched it by myself on um facebook yeah because they did like the live broadcast so um 
I watched it. And I want to say this was the same guy from last year, but I could be wrong. Um, there was a lady that did it in 2019 and 2018. And I liked her in 2018, but in 2019, it just seemed very rushed. And come to find out, it was because that was like her last service. But um, the pastor looked like a combination of Dwight from The Office. And who did you say? Mr. Garrison from South Park. Yeah, it was... He's he's someone. He looked more like Dwight, but sounded more like Mr. Garrison. Yeah. It was I like don't a combination know South Park, of both. So. Um, he, I mean, he didn't have exactly, a puppet on his hand, though. He looked exactly <laughs> like Dwight from The Office. I want to say exactly, but very, very similar, similar. <laughs> like outfit. But it was a fun time. We sang yeah. some songs, you know, uh, got our religion on, our festiveness on. Uh, Chuck's mom was very happy that we came. Mm-hmm. Um, she told us that she really was, you know, she got a little bit of emotional. I, I believe um, she was just very happy that we were there. Yeah, um, and then Midnight Mass always ends with everyone standing around in a circle, holding a candle. We sing Silent Night, and then that, like, rings in Christmas. Usually, but then this year they also sang Joy to the World Yeah, at the end, and that was kind of the last thing, because that was after Silent Night. Yeah. Which is weird, because that's normally not how it goes, but well, maybe that's, that's Mr. Garrison for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and then him and his wife, the pastor and his wife... Handed out sugar cookies. That we haven't eaten. No. But I'm, it was very nice. Yeah. They handed out these sugar cookies that are stamped with like their last name. It was like with love the family, whatever their last name is, family. Hmm. And it's like, that's really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you could get stamps like that made for cookies. Then on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Well, we did exchange uh, Christmas Eve gifts. Yeah. So... Before we went to church, before we went up to see Chuck's mom and dad, we went, uh, we exchanged gifts. Jeff and I always exchange a Christmas Eve gift. Um, it's mostly just because Peach is greedy and, uh, and she wants an early present. <coughs> That's not it. It's, that really hurt. Oh, I'm sorry, little Peach. Stop. He's rubbing. Um... So Jeff got me a book of winter cocktails. Just to be clear, what hurt was her cough. I didn't hit her. Just to be Oh yeah, clear. yeah. I <laughs> coughed. <laughs> I'm still healing, but we're not there yet. Almost. We're so close. This yeah. one's gonna be a little bit longer because we did have a lot of time from our last one. So it's it's gonna be a little bit long longer than an hour and a half. Excuse you. But yeah, um, Jeff got me a book of winter cocktails, hot toddies, which I think is really cool. And I'm excited to make some of the drinks in the book. And what did you get? I got some beard products um, from Duke Cannon. It's their Buffalo Trace um, bourbon smelling stuff because Peach loves that scent. So she got me some beard oil, some beard wash, some solid cologne. And beard balm. And beard balm? Yeah, that tin. That's beard oh, yeah. balm. And beard balm. So she got me like a whole set of mm-hmm. stuff that's all the same scent. Because Jeff always gets really frustrated. He told me a couple of weeks ago that he was actually out of product for his beard. And he always gets really frustrated 
when he doesn't have everything be the same scent because he was like sometimes the scents clash and it's really annoying and it's very hard to find um find like a whole line that has everything that he uses like the wash the balm and the oil um that's like not some terrible scent or got horrible products in it and chemicals and shit and this duke the duke cannon stuff it's good product it smells good he knows he likes it um it doesn't aggravate his skin or irritate his skin i also got a bar of soap and there's a bar of lump of coal Soap. You didn't get them on Christmas Eve. No, no, no. I guess you gave those to me the next day. Sorry, I'm skipping. Um, So, yeah, we exchanged those. Yeah, and then we went up and did church, and then we came home, and we watched... We watched something. Um... Or no, maybe we no, just, we went, just right went to, to bed. bed. I think we went to bed. Yeah, because it was so late by the time we got home. Yeah, we just powered through a lot of stuff on Christmas. Yeah. Um, Peach went out early and left me home all alone. I did. And to get eggnog. <laughs> and uh, big, huge cinnamon buns from Acme. Because um, ShopRite did not open on Christmas Day, which, good for them. That's really cool that you did that for your employees. But, thankfully, Acme was there, um, open. A shortened day, but they opened at 7, and... They either opened at 7 or 8 because I was there at either 7.30 or 8.30. It was like 30 minutes after they opened. I woke up. Jeff was still sleeping and I was like, oh, I can slip out and be back before he gets up. Um, And I grabbed. Thankfully, they did have eggnog. I like ran back to the dairy section, like where the milk is, and there was nothing. And I was like, oh, no. But I saw someone back there stocking and I like threw open the door and I'm like, do you have eggnog back there? And he was like, at the end of the aisle, whatever. So I went and there was like an end cap refrigeration station. And they legitimately had like maybe 10 jugs of eggnog left. And it was like a mix of like, they had like the light stuff, the lactate, which tastes terrible. And then they had like four cartons of the Southern Comfort, like the black carton eggnog which is like just the regular southern comfort eggnog so i grabbed two of them and as i was like walking out they had like these giant cinnamon rolls and i was like oh i grabbed them and then i also grabbed a pack of rolls because i knew we were going to need them which i always find it weird the Southern Comfort, because there's none of it in there. It's like their brand, but like it's not alcoholic. I think they just want you to add their whiskey to... Well, we didn't. We no. put some old smoky, salty caramel in ours whiskey. Well, in Jeff's, I wasn't able yeah. to drink. Yeah, she wasn't able to. But I put some in it. It's very tasty. Yeah. Um, yeah and so, then... Christmas morning, we had... So I was having surgery the next day on the 26th and I couldn't have any alcohol for 24 hours before. So we really quick, as soon as Mm -hmm. I got home, we did our two advents. Well, we did our very last advent and then we did our bonus. Uh, Well, our 25th day, 25 was Kamadi green tea shot. Um, Mm. It's uh, 20% alcohol. Um, I'm not really sure exactly what kind of alcohol it is. It's just green tea flavored. 
Um, <sighs> Hold on. But it was good. Peach had apparently had one before. Uh, I, I had not. Yeah, I've had a green tea shot. So a green tea shot is uh, Irish whiskey, peach schnapps, and sour mix. Topped with a splash of lemon lime soda. Mm. Oh, excuse me. That doesn't seem like it's anything like this. Well, that's what a green tea shot is. It's Irish whiskey, peach schnapps, and sour mix. Okay. Well, we did that. It was good. Mm -hmm. Um, Not the best thing that we had in our advent, but very clearly not the worst. Yeah. uh, Christmas morning was we had to bake it. I mean, the pork roll, egg, and cheese. Because I have a picture of that. that, And we had that. Uh, Peach was making some mac and cheese, which I ultimately thought was too creamy. So that's also up in the freezer because Peach has a lot of it to eat. <laughs> this mac and cheese was some of the best mac and cheese I have ever made. It was so delicious. And yes, it was so creamy because I made a roux and added the cheese to that and made like a cheese. Uh, I think that's called like a bechamel, like a cheese sauce. Mm. It was delicious. I did overcook the pasta slightly. I got... I got pasta that was on sale and it's like organic pasta and it didn't say it was gluten free or anything, but it got very soft very quickly. So I do have another bag of that. So I know when it comes time to use that, I need to undercook it. Um, I tried, I had busted out my Southern tier frosted sugar cookie, strong ale. But you, you're skipping around. Oh, cool. I'll skip around. Well, I don't know what you're trying to after, get to. After we did the green tea shot, we did a bonus shot, and we tried some of the cherry bounce that I made, yes. which was delicious. It was. That didn't make it on the video. We recorded it, but somehow the video stopped recording, and we didn't get any of us doing that, so it just stops after the green tea shot. Um, so that's lost forever. Yeah. Um, but it was very tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, it would go really good in some Coke to make like a cherry Coke, a hard cherry Coke. That's true. Or, or maybe a Sprite. Like a oh, cherry do you Sprite. a cherry Sprite? Yeah. Like do a Shirley Temple. Caffeine free kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but the frosted sugar cookie is gathered around the fire with all of your closest friends and cozy up to this delicious spectacle of pure sweetness that is sure to sprinkle your wintry days with joy. You won't believe it's beer and not a tin full of ice confections. Our frosted sugar cookie ale is full of soft and airy vanilla and cake notes. Iced perfection. Happy holidays from ours to you. Um, Southern Tier in New York, 8.6% alcohol. It's a strong ale. I gave it a 3.75 out of 5. Pretty good. Tasted, you know, decent. So, I mean, that's pretty high. 3.75 out of 5. So, I enjoyed it. Um... We watched White Christmas. We watched Twas the Night Before Christmas. We watched The Year Without a Santa Claus. We watched Rudolph. Um, we watched Black Xmas. We watched a lot of stuff. Um, and then, let's see. We exchanged our gifts. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say what we got each other? Yeah, why wouldn't we say what we got each other? 
So Jeff surprised me with an attachment to my KitchenAid. It's like a grater and spiralizer. And like, I had no idea he was going to get me this because I only asked for one thing. And he got me the book and then that. And I was very confused, but very happy. And I cannot, I have not used it yet, but I cannot wait to use it. Um, and then, um, do you want to go? Or do you well, I got the soap that mm-hmm. I had already said. Um, and then I got, um. You're wearing it now. I know. I got a Phillies cardigan. It's gray. Has the red Phillies P on it on the left chest. And it's got some pockets and it buttons. And it's very comfy and cozy and I like it very much. Yeah. And then what I had asked for for Jeff. um, Because he's always like, we don't need anything. We don't need to exchange gifts. Blah, 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 blah. That's true. Um, Jeff is very good. He typically always gets me jewelry for holidays and... Um, I have a James Avery charm bracelet, but I wanted, um, I want to start, I wanted to start a necklace, a charm necklace. And my best friend, Amy got me the chain to do that for Christmas this year. Um, and I had asked for a charm for, from Jeff that was a heart charm with a J on it and our anniversary on the back. And that's exactly what I got. And it's beautiful and I love it. And I put it on right away. Um, I haven't, I took it off when I was in the hospital, but I put it right back on as soon as I got home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we had a delicious dinner mm-hmm. of ham. We got a small ham, uh, some green beans, the macaroni and cheese, some stuffing, mashed potatoes, and honey carrots. Mm-hmm. And Peach cooked them all to perfection. Very tasty. Yeah, and it, then it was very, it was a very good meal. The next day, Peach went in for her surgery. Yeah, my mom came to get me early. I had to be in there at eight, um, and my mom was only able to stay until eleven thirty because it had it had just happened to work out the days that my surgery and my procedure, the one back after the day after Thanksgiving were scheduled for were days that my mom happened to take off. So it worked out. Because if not, I don't know what I would have done for rides. I guess I would have had to take a taxi or just wait until Jeff got done work. Um, so when I found out that I was going to have to stay overnight for this because it's a major surgery, and I guess because I, I didn't have to stay over the last time because it wasn't as long and it wasn't as invasive but this time it was like a major surgery very invasive um i had to spend the night so my mom was able to take like two half days so she went in late um on the 26th and then left early on the 27th and um so on the 26th, she left around 11, 15, and then they wheeled me in shortly thereafter. And obviously, like, they give me, they give you the shot of the happy juice or whatever in your IV as they're, like, wheeling you back. 
So I don't really remember much. Um, I, I kind of remember scooting from the the bed onto the table, but not really. I don't know. And then I woke up in recovery and I just remember like my eyes have never felt heavier. Like I could not keep my eyes open in recovery and I ended up having to stay in recovery for a really long time. I was in there for like three hours when you're only supposed to be in there for like an hour. And it was wasn't three hours. It was, it was just like, a it, it was like two hours. And I was like two hours and 45 minutes. They told me that like they're like it was a long time. Um, and then they moved me up to my room. Yeah, I was just worried all day. I was getting text alerts, um, about like when she was in the operating room, when they started the process, when she was in recovery. And I was just like at work being like, this sucks because I don't want to be at work. I want to be somewhere where I can really take my mind off of stuff because at work, all I can do is think about it. So... I just wanted to be, like, home and watching a movie where the time goes by faster or, like, go to sleep or <laughs> something. Yeah. Um, so, I was in quite a, quite a bit of pain when they moved me up to my room. And it was, like, a double room, but no one was in there yet. So, I had the room to myself for a little while. And... Uh, Peach called me. Yeah. <laughs> I called Jeff and I was like, can you come to the hospital? I miss you. I, I, I think I cried. She was crying. Yeah. Begging me to come. Yeah. I was not planning on going to the hospital after work. Yeah. Like now there are no COVID restrictions or whatever. So like visiting hours are 24 hours a day, which like I don't remember that from pre-COVID. I remember them like at like seven o'clock you got kicked yeah. out. So I, I'm not really sure, but... Went up there, visited with her for a little bit. When I walked in the room, she was sleeping. So I was just going to, you know, give her a little kiss on the forehead. Well, I used the bathroom because I really had to go. Um, And then I came out. She was still sleeping. And I was just going to kiss her on the forehead and leave because I didn't want to wake her up or disturb her. Well, when I did kiss her on the forehead, she woke up. Yeah. So, um... He, Jeff, Jeff did wake me up, but I was happy he did. And he pulled a chair and sat for probably about an hour, hour and 15. Um, it was longer than that. Was it? Yeah, because I got there. I think I left work early. Um. So, yeah, I got there. I was probably there for like maybe almost two hours. Okay. So... They had me order dinner while Jeff was there, and they were like, you know, just, like, soft, mild food. And I'm like, okay. Um, So, like, I got juice and... Broccoli cheddar soup. Yeah, broccoli cheddar soup and sherbet and... Toast. Toast, which was fucking atrocious because it was, like, rubbery as fuck. Um, But the soup was really good. The sherbet was delicious because it was raspberry sherbet and cranberry juice is good. Um, but man, like I was just stiff and in a lot of pain. I had a, what is it? A bilateral hysterectomy. Um, 
which means they took my uterus and my fallopian tubes, but they left my ovaries. Um, I don't have, so women typically have two ovaries. I only have like part of one because of a tumor that I had removed when I was 16. So they left the little bits that I have in hopes that doing this would not put me into menopause. And then they had to like sew up my cervix. Um, and all of this was done because I have horrendous, had horrendous endometriosis. And after many, 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 uh, years of horribleness, like I finally found a doctor to listen to me about that. And then also everything with my heart, like the only time I would have like chest pain would be when I was on my cycle. So, like, and when I had my heart attack, same thing. So, somehow they were connected in some way. And I think that was the the thing that, like, pushed everyone to do it because I was just having so many issues. But um, I have five incisions, two on either side of my stomach, and then one in my belly button, which I was not aware was going to happen. And now I cannot wear my belly button ring which i guess isn't a huge deal no because before when you were even wearing it the most recent times you were wearing it it was like getting infected and you were having problems with it being like sore yeah so it's kind of probably for the best yeah but um i got released on the 27th so i was only in for like just over 24 hours like maybe like 28 Mm -hmm. or 29 hours my mom came and picked me up and then she had to she brought me home and she had to like stay with me for a couple of hours because i couldn't be alone more than a couple of hours because she was here before i got home then i got home but then i had to take your prescription to CVS. Yeah. And there was an accident. I had to park the car and walk the rest of the way. You Jeff know. was not in an accident. There was just an accident yeah. in front of the pharmacy. Although it's not very far from where we live. So then I had to walk there. And then there was like a lot of people waiting for stuff. They had to fill it. And they had questions about it. And then there was all this other stuff. So I was there for probably like an hour and a half. Yeah. And... Not that I didn't want to spend time with my mom, but I felt bad because it was shitty weather and it was dark at this point. And I just, I, I, I wanted to take one of my pain pills and go to sleep because I was in a lot of pain and I was very tired and I definitely should not have waited as long as I did um, to take pain medicine from being home. I waited like probably nine hours from like the last dose the hospital gave me. And I got scolded by Chuck's mom, who was like, she's a nurse. And she's like, you should not have waited that long. That's ridiculous. Why did you do that? And I was like, because I wasn't thinking until it was too late. And then it fucking hurt. Um, But but, yeah, that right there is where I'm making the executive decision and amending this episode because we have way too much more to cover. This would be a super long episode. It's already nine o'clock here. We haven't eaten dinner yet. Uh, Jeff has work tomorrow. I have to work tomorrow. Peach will be at home recovering for the next few weeks. Yeah. So I'm going to call it right here. I don't think that we're going to be doing too much stuff within the next week for the next episode. 
Um, we'll, there'll be some stuff to talk about, but I think that we're going to add in the rest of the stuff up until now for next week's episode. Because I don't want this one getting too long. Like I said, it's already late and we need to eat and such. So I'm going to call it right there. Uh, we're going to stop at Peach's surgery. And that's it for this. Oh, okay. Peach is just being all kinds of rude. What, Peach? I said bye. See ya.